Ogden Ford, the El Dorado of the kidnapping industry, entered Sandstead House at a quarter past nine that evening. He was preceded by a worried look, Mr Arnold Abney, a cabman bearing a large box, and the odd job man carrying two suitcases. I have given precedence to the worried look because it was a thing by itself. To say that Mr Abney wore it would be to create a wrong impression. Mr Abney simply followed in its wake. He was concealed behind it, much as Macbeth's army was concealed behind the woods of Dunsinane. I only caught a glimpse of Ogden as Mr Abney showed him into his study. He seemed a self-possessed boy, very like, but if anything, uglier than the portrait of him which I had seen at the Hotel Guelph. A moment later the door opened and my employer came out. He appeared relieved at seeing me. "'Ah, Mr Burns, I was about to go in search of you. Can you spare me a moment?' Let us go into the dining room. That is a boy called Ford, Mr. Burns, he said when he had closed the door. A rather uh, remarkable boy. He is an American, the son of a Mr. Elmer Ford. As he will be to a great extent in your charge, I should like to prepare you for his uh, peculiarities. Is he peculiar? A faint spasm disturbed Mr. Abney's face. He applied a silk handkerchief to his forehead before he replied. "'In many ways, judged by the standard of the lads who have passed through my hands, boys, of course, who, it is only fair to add, have enjoyed the advantages of a singularly refined home life, he may be said to be, ah, uh, somewhat peculiar. While I have no doubt that, au fond, Oh, Fong, he is a charming boy, quite charming. At present he is, shall I say, peculiar. I am disposed to imagine that he has been, from childhood up, systematically indulged. There has been in his life, I suspect, little or no discipline. The result has been to make him curiously unboylike. There is a complete absence of that diffidence, that childish capacity for surprise, which I, for one, find so charming in our English boys. Little Ford appears to be completely blasé. He has tastes and ideas which are precocious and unusual in a boy of his age. He expresses himself in a curious manner sometimes. He seems to have little or no reverence for, uh, constituted authority. He paused while he passed his handkerchief once more over his forehead.